on New Year's Eve, I had um, an encounter with God that I really, I just want to talk about that with you. And God started to speak to me prophetic words over my life. But through that, he spoke prophetic words over us together as a church. And uh, I really just want to unpack that for you. I just want to share it with you. And I was so encouraged last week because when Chris spoke, he shared the very verse that God had been speaking to me about for us as a church. So you've had it twice. And when God speaks things more than once, you have to pay attention. It's really important. And so I just want to speak that twice over you now. Um, Vicky Manier brought a prophetic word to us as a life group on Thursday night. And she, if we just play that video, it's only 10 seconds, isn't it? She brought us a word about on this day. You see, last year, that's what this room looked like. I'm just going to play that to you now. Just take a look at that. Isn't it amazing if you look around now and see the change just in this room? Now, it's just a picture. It's just a prophetic picture. And what Vicky was sharing with us on Thursday night is when you look at that picture and you see how unrecognizable just this room is, that's a prophetic picture of what God is going to do with us as a church. That over this year, we're going to be unrecognizable for what God is doing amongst us. And you can already start to see the beginnings of that, even literally unrecognizable in that there's new people coming amongst us at the moment that we don't know very well yet. But I really believe that that's true. It's interesting because that's similar to what I felt God speak to me on that New Year's Eve. Um, and, and here it is. This is what he said to me. He said, I am the God of the more. I am the more than God. I am more than this. <laughs> I'm more than what you have seen so far. I am more than what you can imagine. I have more for you. I have more for this church because I am a more than God and nothing is impossible for me. And this is what he just kept saying to me. I am the more than God over and over. And I want you to know me. You know me as the God of love, perhaps. You know me as this. I want you to know me as the more than God. And the verse that went with it was this. Now in in um, Ephesians 3.20, Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than we can ever ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work in us. Ephesians 3.20, to him that is able, he is able. We have a God who is able. He's more than able to do. He can do absolutely anything. God is God. He's omnipotent. He's all-powerful. He's all-wise. He's all-knowing. Nothing stretches him. Nothing ever surprises him. He's never worried about anything. How can he be when he knows the end from the beginning? I mean, Brexit was no surprise to God. Okay, Putin is no threat to God. And Trump, well, he, he knew about that too. And I can't quite explain that at the moment. <laughs> he knows everything. He knows the end from the beginning. So we mustn't limit him. And the word that was brought earlier, we mustn't box him. 
We mustn't confine him to the limits of our understanding or experience. And we mustn't, certainly mustn't box him in with our own disappointments or disillusionments. Because, you know, God is never beaten. He's never outmaneuvered. He's never discouraged. He is able, he is supremely able to do all that he's promised to do and wants to do. He's God and he can do whatever he likes. Do you get that? He, we have more than God. He is able to do more than. You know, sometimes we have doubts. Sometimes when things go wrong, we get confused. I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but sometimes it seems like the battle is bigger than our God. Anybody? It just seems so overwhelming. It seems, seems so difficult. You say, God, where are you in this? I've recently just been encouraged by Jeremiah, who isn't the most encouraging prophet in the Bible. But in Jeremiah 32, 17, he says these wonderful words. He says, ah, Lord God, it's you who's made the heavens and the earth by your great power and by your outstretched arm. Nothing is too hard for you. Now, I know that verse. I've heard it. I've got it written on a wall somewhere and all that kind of thing. I thought it was a wonderful verse, but I've never really understood the context of that verse. You know that when Jeremiah wrote those words, he was in a city that was besieged by enemies. They were at risk of running out of water. They were at risk of running out of food. They were besieged. Ladders were up against the walls. And this was the moment that Jeremiah wrote these words. This is when he spoke them out. This is when he declared it in faith. Ah, Lord God, nothing is too hard for you. Nothing. And I love it that as the passage goes on, after Jeremiah cries out these words, and as... The passage then explains what is going on. God then replies to Jeremiah and he says, Behold, I am God. I'm the God of all flesh. Jeremiah, is anything too hard for me? He agrees. Nothing is too hard for you. And there are things that God has promised us that seem too hard for us. Look, the mystery of salvation. Think about it. How do people actually become Christians? How do they get saved? We pray about it. We want to see it. We long for it. How does it happen? It's a miracle. I mean, that's pretty hard. Is anything too hard for me? Yes, well, Lord, that's pretty hard. (laughs) Jesus told us. He agrees. He says, yes, uh, what is impossible for man is, is possible to God. But it's hard. It's hard for a rich man to enter the kingdom, but it's not impossible. Our Lord God, but you, with you, it's possible because he can do the impossible. It says that God's arm is not so short that it cannot save. And I just heard God say to me on that evening, on New Year's Eve, he just spoke these words to me. He says, there are many people for you in this city. Speaking to us as a church, there are many people for us here in this city. There are many unsaved children, even members of our own families, here for us, still to come in. There are many relatives that are connected to us, still to be saved. There are other cities for us, and he is able and he is more than willing to save. There are more people for us. There are more workers for us. I love that picture that uh, Chris put up last week of the empty chairs. 
There are more people for us in this city. These chairs were bought in faith. We've got more than we need because we have a more than God. Amen? He is able to do. He is able to do immeasurably more than all we can ask or imagine. Immeasurably more. The authorized version says, exceedingly abundantly beyond. I love that. It's like the words tumble out and they're not sufficient to explain the full extent of God's ability or willingness to act. Evidences of grace that Paul talks about in Ephesians chapter 1 that's going to take the whole of eternity to, to even begin to comprehend, let alone see. The whole of eternity. We won't even reach the end of it because it's in eternity. All that God has done and all that he will do. What God can do, you see, is beyond what we can ask. It's beyond what... Think about all the things that you've asked for. It's beyond that. Think of the crazy, wildest dreams you've had. It's more than that. He can do more. He can do more than that. I mean, we've asked for some pretty big things in the last year or so, haven't we? We've asked for a building. God's given us more than we need at the moment. He's given us more than that. People added to us. He said, God, please send us people that do this or do that. Financial provision. But there's more than that. There's nothing that we have asked that he can't do more of. You know, we've seen some miracles. We've seen some healings. I was just reminded um, on that evening, uh, two years ago, of my dad. And... uh, this incredible healing that he saw in his life. So from the age of seven years old, my dad had uh, no hearing at all in his right ear. Uh, His inner ear had been completely removed in an operation because it was diseased. So he's never had any hearing in his right ear. And then as he's getting older and so on, they discovered that there's a problem now in his left ear, which would mean that he would go completely deaf. And he didn't want that. So he made a special trip up. He said, Rob, I want you guys to pray for me because I know that you're seeing healing and I want some. And so I start to pray, but the Holy Spirit leads me to his right ear, which doesn't even have any hearing mechanism in. And and he keeps saying, no, no, it's my left ear, it's my left ear you need to pray for. I said, no, no, but God keeps saying it's your right ear, your right ear. So I'm praying about this right ear. And I find myself saying crazy stuff, bold and crazy stuff under the power of the Holy Spirit, commanding this ear back into life, speaking it into being. It was crazy. And he says, I feel like hot oil is going into my ear. I don't understand it. And nothing returned then. And then we prayed very quickly for his left ear, and that was that. The next morning, he woke up, and he was beginning to hear out of his right ear. (laughs) Guys, it's not even possible. There's no hearing mechanism in there. Over the next few days, over the next two weeks, his hearing returns to such an extent that he can now hear, this is two years later now, he can now hear in his right ear better than he can ever hear in his left ear. More than. It's more than I could ever believe for. Honestly, I don't have the faith for that kind of thing. It's more than I could even imagine. It's more than I could even think about. 
I didn't know what was going on. More than that, more than deaf hearing. That's what God's saying to us. More than the blind seeing. Okay, the only thing that's more than that is the dead raised. Okay, how can you go more than the dead raised? Well, Jesus did. Do you realize that when Jesus was raised from the dead, there was so much power in raising him from the dead that hundreds of other random bodies, it seems, were raised from the dead at the same time, just in the orbit of Jesus' resurrection. Do you ever, did you ever realize that? More than, more than the raising of the dead. He's a more than God. I think sometimes we don't receive what we ask for because we haven't asked for enough. I think it's like God saying, no, come on, ask me for something more than that. I think we haven't, we've asked and we've asked for something that's too small. And it's like our very prayers, our imagination, as, as Chris was explaining to us yesterday, sometimes last week, he says, sometimes you just need to get out of your situation, go and look at the sky. You need to see something a whole lot bigger than is around your small world for you to begin to imagine what God can do. I think sometimes we don't get the answers to our prayers because we ask for too small a thing. Now that's a very brave thing to say, isn't it? It's like our very prayers have limited him from answering us. So let me just ask you this. Are your prayers big enough for God to answer? Are they big enough to take you into the realm of nothing is impossible? And look, as you as you go on, I, I'd, I'd encourage you to do this. go over the last couple of years at the things that God has answered. Now he wants to do more than that. Build on what he's already done. Thank him for that, but now ask him for more. You see, the problem is we're too polite and we don't understand. We do our pleas and our thank yous of God and God doesn't want that from us. He wants us to desire strongly, to long after, to run after, to pursue him. Say, God, give me this mountain. Give it to me. Give us this city. Give us this nation. Ask big things of me because I'm a big God and I can do the impossible. Don't limit me. Don't box me. I'm a more than God, and I want you to get to know me like that. Amen? Well, I felt that God say to me on that evening that there are more healings for us to see, especially in the area of creative miracles. And I don't just mean here on a Sunday. Guys, here on a Sunday, we get to practice what we're meant to do when we go out of that door. It's where we get to practice prophecy. Is where we get to practice words of knowledge on one another, where we can support one another and help one another. But it's all about the mission. He's equipping us to send us. Is our God big enough when we go out of the door for the impossible to happen in our workplaces, wherever we are? The thing is, I've begin, begun to realize in the last few years is that there are more spirit baptisms for us than the one I had many years ago. That there are more encounters with him. There are more impartations for us. And I felt God reminding me, I've never talked about this publicly, so I just want to share this with you now. Uh, Many years ago, it started with a longing for encounter. I was desperate. I was absolutely desperate. I was working in in an office day after day, and I loved my job, but I I wanted more. Have you ever felt like that? I just want more. It's not enough. 
I've been on the edges of what God is doing. I want more. I want to get stuck into something. I want something to happen. (laughs) And I heard that uh, a man called Julian Adams, who I mentioned a bit earlier, here he is. I heard that he was in England. This was right in the early days. I can't remember, 2000 or something like that, 2005 or six. And so I put myself out, even though I was at work the next day and all the rest, I said, I'm going to go. I'm going to go because I know he's got more than I've got. There's something that that guy's got. <laughs> and so I traveled. I made the journey. I arranged very awkwardly to stay with the leaders and all this. And I didn't know them. And I had to use this contact and that contact. And then I was there amongst all this group of people, all hungry for God. And then much to my surprise, because I was right at the back. He didn't know who I was. He pulled me up and he called me out and he started to prophesy over me. He prophesied over me the next 10 years of my life. And that was amazing, and I still refer to that, those prophetic words now. I still go over that, because some of that stuff still hasn't happened, but I could see how it's beginning to happen. Even me coming here was prophesied, coming to Sully Hall, in that prophetic word, that it was going to suddenly happen. But then in the evening, something quite amazing happened. He called me forward again, and he says, I I want to do something I haven't done before, he said. Because he says, I feel that there's a bond between us that God has ordained. And he said, here is my jacket. And it's a very nice leather jacket. I thought, oh, he's going to give me his leather jacket. He says, here's my jacket. He says, I'm going to pray for you, and I'm going to make a prophetic gesture, which I believe will result in a kind of downloading or a sharing of a prophetic mantle that will flow from me to you, like a computer downloading from the internet at high speed. I'm going to share some of my anointing with you. I was desperate. I knew the calling of God, but I didn't have the power to go with it. I was desperate. And then when that jacket hit me, (laughs) I have never experienced the power of God like that in my life. And I, I'm one of these people that when the Spirit of God comes on me, what normally happens is I go very quiet, very still, certainly up until that time. Very quiet, very still. But on that occasion, the power of God hit me, did off the ground, and I flew backwards from one side of the, one, the length of the front to the back of the room, and I scattered all of their chairs. And I was about that far off the ground, and I have no idea how that is even possible. And then when I got to the other end of the room, I thought, well, I've never experienced that before. I tried to get up and I was unable to move. And for the whole night, I had to like, well, I had to drive home, first of all. That was challenging. I thought I'm going to get pulled over. Somehow I got home and then I went home and I lay on my bed and I couldn't move. And I was downloading all night, flashing images, things that were about the future. An anointing came on me that I have never been the same since. And that's not the, that's not the only one, but that was what started a whole chain of events of stuff that we're seeing now, we're beginning to move into now. The reason I share that is because I want you to know that God says there's more for you. There's more for you. There's more anointing for you. There are more impartations for you. There are more baptisms in the spirit for you. I've completely lost my nose. I really believe that. I believe that for some of you, there's, there's been this longing, this, this desire 
this restlessness of the desire for more. It's not enough, God. And I believe there are some anointings for you here today, for many people here today. And I want to pray for you for that. I can't finish my talk because we've run out of time. I want us just to ask for more. If you want more from God, it, you know, you, you've not even begun. And I'm not saying that to be condescending. I've not even begun. We haven't even begun to experience the full extent of who he is. We have hardly touched what it means to be anointed by the Holy Spirit. We've hardly even begun. Some of you have been Christians for years. I became a Christian at four years old. And I'm now 24. I've hardly started. I'm still a young man in God. Some of you have been around for 34 years, maybe. Really long time. There's more for you. There's more for you. There's more of him. There's more love. There's more grace. There's more power. There's more anointing. There's more for you. There's more freedom for you. There's more healing for you. He's the more than God. He is. That's what it says. I'm reading what it says in the Bible. It says, now to him who's able to do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine. What can you imagine? What can you ask for? He can do more than that. Do you want some more than that? Please, will you get excited? Otherwise, it's just me on the stage and it's awkward. (laughs) Do you want more than that? I'm not asking for me. I can't give you anything. Or have you settled? Do you want more? Let's ask him.